Welcome back, guys, to another episode of An Extra Dose Podcast. We are Alexis and Samantha of AdoubleDose.com, and we have another fun episode for you guys today. A lot of it is focused on social media, and we're actually covering some topics that you guys actually suggested, so we hope you guys enjoy them, but we feel like they're very on topic with our brand, obviously, because we do work in social media, and... It's obviously relatable. I think it's relatable to anyone in our generation because we're all on our phones all the time. And I feel like no one really, I mean, people talk about it, but I feel like people think that, you know, they're down about it because I think social media can really, I mean, it can be positive, but I think there's also a lot of stuff that's negative about it because um, you can really, I mean, you can get so wrapped up in it and it can make you feel left out or like you're feeling like FOMO or just a lot of emotions that you're like, why do I feel so crazy? Why do I feel so down? And then you guys like, I've spent a ton of time on my phone and that's probably what did it. So we are going to share some tips. Honestly, we struggle with this on a daily basis, but we're going to share some tips on how to remain positive on social media and how to kind of get the best, the most positive things out of it that you can and kind of like, I don't know how, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but to try to not you like not focus on the negative aspects of it as much and kind of focus more on the positives of it. So obviously, you know, Smith and I are on our phones all the time. It's our job and but I have this conversation with like my family, my boyfriend all the time that I don't need to be on my phone all the time and I'm like I feel so much pressure. I'm sure even if it's not your job, you feel pressure to be posting on there or to see what everyone's up to all the time. I know even when I didn't do it for a living, I was always on Facebook or Instagram, just mindlessly scrolling, seeing what people are doing, and then you feel, like, crappier for whatever. I mean, not all the time, but you're just like, oh, their life looks so, like, they're on this vacation, or they're, like, they look so great, and then you look at yourself and, like, of course, all the times that you feel really shitty, like, you're, like, in sweats, your hair's dirty. Yeah, you're, like, like, you've been on the couch for six hours. And it's, like, and it's, like, let me just tell you guys that I know you guys probably, probably get those emotions looking at our pictures, and I'm, like, we do not look like that put together every day. I mean... As an example, this past weekend, I I was working. I mean, sorry, I wasn't working. I was helping my boyfriend. You were working, but. <laughs> I was working, but also I was helping my boyfriend move. And by helping, I mean, I helped him organize the closet, but <laughs> it's still my contribution. That is a contribution. Yeah, it was a lot. But I looked horrible. I was in sweats the whole weekend, like workout clothes. Okay, you didn't look horrible. I mean, I felt it. I just felt gross. Like, I felt like. Need to shower and like I mean I showered but you know that feeling when you just feel like dirty yeah it's like so, when you travel you yeah feel like and gross. like I had showered in the morning like Saturday morning and I by the afternoon I felt like disgusting I'm like why I showered I didn't get super sweaty I just like felt dirty I don't know whatever so at those times I felt really gross and I'm like Ugh. it's like those times where you're like I mean I I'm just saying people probably get those emotions looking at my pictures and I'm like I don't I well, whatever I posted I wasn't really I think it's hard because if we're promoting different events. We're promoting, even if it's, like, something dumb, like, a product or something. And we're sitting in front of our little little makeshift tree. Like, it just looks so cozy, and it looks so perfect. And the reality is, I mean, maybe we'll do this on another topic. The reality is, like, it's not like that at all. And then when we're traveling a lot for work, like, the opportunities are so fun. And they, I'm not going to lie, like, we've talked about this before. They're really fun opportunities. We're so grateful for our lives every day. But... Like, everything, it's a job, and I think that you need to, just like Alexis was saying, to take that into consideration when you're looking at someone else's pictures, and I can speak, like Alexis was saying, for ourselves when you look at our pictures. If you are thinking that, 
I mean, it's not what it appears. I mean, it's a fun life, yeah. but what you're seeing in the photos, like, everything else is a highlight reel. Which like, as an example, a- the tree, you know, the little cute little tree area we have, there's, like, aside from that little area, there's shit everywhere. I mean, sorry, excuse my language, but there's, like, boxes everywhere. I mean, just in that one little corner where you keep it clean for the pictures, obviously. <laughs> but then, I mean, we're organized, but, I mean, the fact is, when you're working out of your house, which is what we'll be talking about later, there's stuff everywhere, and it's just going to be it's gonna be kind of messy and organized, chaotic mess. And we even find ourselves, I mean, there's a lot of comparison what we do for work. And I will find myself, and I'm like, like Alexis was saying, like if I'm like, let's say I'm not with my boyfriend, or my sister's not home, or I'm not with my friends, or my parents. I mean, sometimes if I'm with my sister or my parents, which is sad to say, people do it. You just mindlessly scroll on your phone, which I'm trying, like I said, we're going to get into that I'm trying to be better at. But you find yourself on the Explore page or Popular, whatever you call it, and you're like on some random person's sister's account, and you don't even know how you got there, but you're like, their life looks so good. They're so thin. Their pictures are so Their pictures cute. are so much cuter. They're like, even if you're not comparing yourself, just like, I mean, which is, that's what most, that's how it stems from, but you just like look at their pictures and you analyze and it just starts this whole thing of like what you're not. You're like, okay, this person is like thinner, this person eats better, this person travels more, this person has a better, you know, I don't know, you can go a better house, better lighting, like whatever it is, you, you'll you find something, if you're looking for it, you're going to find it because everyone is different, everyone, and, and especially on Instagram and especially on any kind of social media, people portray, we've talked about this before, their best, their best image of themselves and... I'm not going to deny that. Like Alexa was just saying, what you see on Instagram is definitely, I mean, we try to be real as possible, but, I mean, some people aren't, but even when it comes down to, I'm going on a tangent, even when it comes down to our monotone voices, <laughs> we try to be as real as possible, but it's just, I mean, the reality is it's going to, people are, what, if you're in that kind of mood, you're going to see that everyone's life is better, and it's going to be very hard to be positive, and as a whole, I feel like social media, if you're going through any kind of thing, I think it's the first thing you need to do is get off your phone because yeah. that's the – I think it, that starts everything, honestly. So, it starts it for me. Yeah. So some of the tips, I mean, I'll be honest, I don't follow a lot of these. I need – again, I need to work on this. But maybe we need to make some kind of list and I need to, like, hang it where I see yeah, that's a good list. it every day. That's so, a tip for me that I need for myself. set a daily limit – that you're on your like on social media. I mean, it's not just being on your phone, but it's like being on social media. And if you guys have the iPhone or the new newer update, well, it's not brand new anymore. Um, but it's called Screen Time, and you can see like how long you spent on your phone and on different apps. Of course, my Instagram one is like off the charts, but um, well, Instagram and like the other apps I use for work, but. Um, it's good to kind of keep yourself accountable. Like, let's say you set a goal. Like, I'm only going to be on here, like, three hours a week, which would be really low. Um, <laughs> I like you to add that in. Um, that would be very extremely low for me. <laughs> I think mine's, like... Maybe that should be a goal of yours. I don't even know what mine is for the week. It's I know. We sad. should... I'm I, can't, not, I, can't, I can't look it up I'm right not going to look it up because it's embarrassing, but... <laughs> <laughs> I think yours was higher than mine. Of course. Mine was higher. Or maybe but, it wasn't. I don't know. Um, it's a good thing to keep yourself accountable. You're like, okay, well, I, this isn't lying. I was on here this many hours. And then you can remember, like we were saying, it's a highlight reel. Remind yourself those are the best pictures, the best videos you're sharing. It's not really a depiction. There's been so many times I've been posting, like, nothing's going on in my life. I mean, the thing is everyone's going through something. But I been, think that's something to remind yourself There's been yourself so many times. When you're down in the dumps, like, yeah. you're, first of all, it's hard. I mean, one way to snap out of it is know that you're not alone. Everyone's having that kind of moment. 
at some point or another. They're having it where it's not that hour. They're having it yeah. at some point that day or the next well, day. Yeah, everyone's going through something, and yours probably isn't the worst. So I think, you know, there's been so many times that both of us have been really down about something that, and you would never know on our Instagram. Like, I'm not going to sit there and announce it unless it's like something I need to say, but usually it's private. And I think, even for me personally, like, I want to be as real with you guys as possible, but I think. A lot of people, I don't know, I, I'm kind of torn between these things because I want to be real and I want to share those moments with you. But the other part of me is like, some of my life needs to be private. And people don't and really also, want to like, see it And also, like, it's like, who wants you to get on there? Like, yes, some people can relate, but I also struggle with people thinking, like, okay, enough with the negative energy. Like, your life isn't horrible. Yeah, stop bitching about your like, life. Like, I have, this person will be like, I am, like, you know, God forbid, dying of cancer or, you know, my parent is passing, like, I just lost a parent and I'm, like, saying, or being like, okay, this contract didn't go the way I wanted to or, like, something, someone was mean Like, to I got me. an accident. I got in a yeah. car accident, something, and people are like, that's okay, her life's not even that bad. So, I just yeah. think it's, like, I think that's why, for those of you guys wondering if I don't, I mean, I try to share stuff that sucks, but I... I don't think everything single moment needs to be shared yeah. and create that negative environment. Um, and then obviously keep keep it social media to like a minimum when you're working. I mean, obviously that is our work, but there's times where I'm on my computer doing emails or working on blog posts and I really don't need to be checking my Instagram every five minutes. So I've been trying to work on that like in the mornings, especially I was telling someone this the other day, I was like, I just try to like when I get up, of course I immediately check my phone, worst thing to do. And I feel like everyone I've been does trying that. to be better. Yeah, I mean, everyone does it that I know that doesn't even work in social media. But I've been trying to be better about, like, maybe I'll check it. But then when I'm on my laptop in the morning, my phone is to the side. I'm not checking it until I do something on my laptop. It is really hard. Yeah. I do it all the time. And I'm, like, for me personally, I'm the one who does a lot of stuff. Oh, we both do on the computer. But... I'll find myself like trying to answer DMs, trying to answer comments, it's and too I too many things at get once. sidetracked because I'm trying to do 50 things at once. I have too many tabs up in my brain, and then I start getting super anxious. So I think it's really important to like maybe yeah. set some people a tip. I, I mean, I did it for a little bit. If you can see a pattern here, I don't really follow through with those kind of things. Well, but, we are like I am. If yeah. I want to do something, I really will put all my energy in it. But I'm like clearly this isn't enough a priority to me. Yeah, it needs to be. But someone was saying, and I did it for a little bit, was to keep your phone on airplane mode in the morning or on do not disturb or somehow set some kind of rule where you like cannot find your phone i mean like you don't get notifications or you really put in another room or something where you're not seeing it for at least i mean some people are recommending when you first get up because it gives you so much anxiety getting up and you're already starting this comparison all this anxiety ridden things all the time um obviously this is like and i think well i think we're better not with each other but to put your phone away when you're with family and friends obviously like we were saying when we're not together I mean we're together we're like on our phones all the time but I know like we need to work on it with yeah. ourselves too um but like at night especially with with our boyfriends I try to schedule stuff all ahead of time like I would have already done my Instagram post all the work for it ahead of time if I can that way I took to hit post really quickly like at night or I'll just well, usually I still post, but <laughs> or you could just not. I post. think this has been more of an accountability podcast episode for us <laughs> more than anything. We're like, well, we don't do any of those things, but I try. <laughs> Anyways, no, I was looking up tips online, like doing some research before, and this meme or whatever came up, and it's if you guys watch the Kardashians, it says 
Kim, would you stop taking pictures of yourself? Your sister's going to jail. It was in one of the episodes. Oh, I remember where, that episode. Was it, was it um, Chloe? Yeah. When Chloe, Chloe was going to jail. D- didn't yeah, she get like, a DUI? And Kim is like, they're on the car on the way there, and Kim's taking selfies. I mean, I can't lie. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. But it's funny. Like, that's the world. I mean, that mm. is the world we live in. Or like, there's those Instagram, Taco Bell has that Instagram yeah, boyfriend. I mean, Instagram it's probably boyfriend. everyone's lives, but I think we definitely need to. That's why we have to take steps to really fix this. Yeah. Obviously, there's a bunch of tips. If you guys have any, I know there's time blocking and a bunch of other tips, but we're going to get into that kind of topic in a little bit. But if you guys have another, excuse me, if you guys have any other tips, you can always send us, we'd love to hear them. Something because, that works for you that we didn't mention. Yeah. Or if you do any of these, I'd love to learn more ideas of how I can stay on top of it. So kind of going on that topic, we're going to, we got a request to share Ways you can be productive at home when you're working from home. And obviously, like we were just saying, we are pretty good at it, but we're also not very good at it. So we have our moments. Obviously, like I feel like with any job, you can feel like you have too many tabs open in your brain and you're like, oh my God. Like I Sometimes I tell Sam, like I just, I'm trying to do something on my computer and then she's trying to answer an email and ask my opinion. I'm like, I just can't. There's too many things going at once. So um, I would say, obviously, like, we struggle with this at times. But I think that we've obviously learned some things that work for us and some things that maybe not work for us. But I think the one number one thing is you need to focus on one task at a time, which we're still struggling with because, as we were saying, it seems so easy. We're like, well, duh, that's what I need. It's so hard, though. I mean, especially if you're a type A, I feel like I need to get everything done. And please tell me you're not the only one. I know Lexis can relate to this, but besides her, because we're twins, so that doesn't really count. But I just feel like I wake up in the morning and I get, I mean, maybe because I'm an anxious person. I feel like I have so much to do, no matter how much I do the night before. I still have, like, I've tried that. I feel like I have so much to do and I feel like I can't accomplish one thing. I would be much more productive if I did, like Alexa's saying, one thing at a time. But I usually try to do 15 things at once. And I, like, I do feel better when I take a deep breath and I'm like, okay, one thing at a time. So, with that being said... Obviously, you're working from home. It's really hard, and you don't really have a separation of, like, life, like, family life and, like, your work life unless you have, like, a separate office space, which people have said to us lots of times that their life was so much better once they started renting a space that they could work out of. But for us right now, I mean, we have a home office. Do I use it? No. It's more of a storage area. But... Uh, for us right now, we just work out of our house just because I know it doesn't really make sense for us right now to do that. But if you can dedicate at least like a room in your house that you have like a home office, that that's like your workspace. Like I said, we don't really do that, but it's a tip that you guys can take. I think you need to do what works for you, but it could make it a little bit better. I know when I was working in my office, I was like more likely to shut the laptop. It does, it does help. I would definitely recommend it. Because, especially with kids, like, I feel like it's just so hard to focus. It's that whole thing where you're doing 15 things at once. Yeah. So. So, um, and, like, also, if you do have a workspace, it will give you the opportunity to not be alone. I mean, again, we live together, so, like, I think if I was working from home by myself, it would be very hard. Because you don't have any interaction with anybody else. I'd have to work. I'd have to go to, like, a, uh, a co-working space or, like, a... Or a coffee yeah. shop or something. Um, I know some people say, like, getting dressed, like, getting ready for me, that's not really something that motivates me. I, I've, I've done both. I will say it motivates me in a way, like, 
if you kind of feel like on a slump and you feel yeah. like you've been working so much, getting dressed, it sounds weird, but if you get dressed and you like, it doesn't mean you have to put Do a suit hair. on. You don't need to put a suit on. Suit. <laughs> suit on. <laughs> you doesn't need to put a suit on, but, or formal clothing, but I think if, you're, if you've been in like grungy sweats, like I'm like usually like in mismatched sweaty workout clothes, if you shower and like curl your hair and or wash it, whatever, put a little bit of makeup on or not, and then put something like real clothes on, I I do feel better. Even if it's like more like not yeah. so comfortable, you just feel like more. You feel like you're more with society. Yeah, I did that last night. We were going to an event, and Sam was like, "I'm just wearing workout clothes, and I was gonna look all cute. I was gonna like get a little more ready." And she was like, no. So then we all decided to go and work out clothes. And I was like, I don't care. I need to put some cute shoes on. And I'm curling my hair. No makeup, but I curled it because I was like, I just feel better. Did you feel better? Yeah, I did. Oh. Well, good. Of course, I washed my hair today. It was basically dirty, but I felt better in the moment. <laughs> um, and then obviously, like, sticking to a schedule. Uh, I guess we kind of have a routine, but and then we talked about this in another episode about, like, what our morning routine is, but, and, like, what our, like, how we divide the duties in our business, but I feel like a schedule, I'm very, a much a person of routine, and if I'm a little off of it, I get kind of stressed out, but... Yeah, my boyfriend, Taylor, was, like, laughing at me yesterday because I eat the same thing for, like, my hash, like, in quotes, dessert every night. <laughs> He's like, you're such a person of routine. I'm like, I am. Like, in the morning, I eat the same thing. I mean, I get going phases. Like, I no, go in phases. Obviously, we're, like, plant-based, so it's a lot of fruit, but in the other times, I'd be, like, the same omelet. It'd be the same, Chicken like, with vegetables. It'd be the like, same. That, and now it's just, like, same fruit. pancakes, but it's, I eat the same fruit, I am basically. a person. I started laughing because I was kind of embarrassed by it, but and I then, realized like, for lunch, I like I like my same restaurants just like I know what I can get there. They <laughs> <laughs> sound like such old parts. But no, I, I am. Think, no, I think another thing. It's like kind of like I've heard this in like some kind of speech or something. But you like I think there is a routine. <laughs> oh, wait, what? Oh. No, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Um, no, I heard that even like when you get up in the morning. I think if you get up let's say, get up, put your phone away, and make your bed. I always make my bed every day. And I think that kind of sets, like, a routine. It sets the day off to a good start. And, like, maybe get in a workout or a walk or something, listen to a podcast, listen to our podcast. Yeah. Um, and just do all that and get yourself in the right mindset. I think that you will have a more productive day even if you're working from home. So it's not like you don't start off the day. Like, kind of think about what you would have done if you were going to the office. You may or may not make your, ba- your bed, but I feel like so much better. You feel... I feel like you crossed one thing off the list. You make your bed and you just walk by that room. It's especially if you work in there. It's just neat and tidy and you have a good work environment. And then or if you work from home and then you come back into your room to get ready or at night when you're done working, it's already like it just feels fresh. Like you feel like think about a hotel when they do turn down. You just feel like I don't know, you mm-hmm. feel more at ease. So I feel like that's something you guys can just start doing. Yeah, and then I uh, I say, especially if your job is not on social media, to kind of block out any distractions. There's several apps you can use. I have not used them personally, but maybe I should. Okay, I, need, I think we need to stop saying everything we don't use. Well, because if I, don't, I can't oh, say, I like, vouch for how good it is. I do want to try some of these, though. So some of them that I I was researching is one called self-control, but I think this is for your MacBook. Like, it's not... This is really funny. When we pulled this one up, I said... She said self-control, and I was like, Alexis, duh. That's, like, easier said than <laughs> That's done. That's the name of the That's app. That's the name of the app. Okay. But I think it's just for your computer. It will block... Um, anything, websites. Well, that's good if you're, I mean, sometimes work, corporate yeah. jobs block it, but I remember that's, I would spend so much time on social media. Yeah. I get on Pinterest on my on laptop. Phone. Oh, no, my laptop. Okay, well, it'll block out ti- stuff for like a certain time limit or websites. Then there's another one called Freedom, and there's another one called Antisocial, and it lets you block 
sites for up to from 15 minutes up to eight hours and you can add other websites and stuff so I think obviously like minimizing your time on social media especially because it's a major distraction you go down a rabbit hole I do it all the time at night I do it during the day and I'm like I am doing something on there but then I'm also like the other stuff that I'm trying to answer like the dms I can wait till later and answer them then I'm like no 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 I gotta answer them now so I think it's also prioritizing like what you need to be doing because that's not that stuff's not gonna help you get your stuff done at work um yeah obviously limiting the social media and then can only take on what you can take on. I mean, obviously, if you have, like, your kids running around or you, like, have plans with your friends, like, for lunch and you're, like, I think it's good to have a break, but if you commit to too much, then you're going to be, like, you know, you won't be able to be productive because you have, like, the laundry going. You have, like, the dishes in the kitchen. You have a fridge there. You're trying to eat. You're trying to eat your dog. I mean, there's a lot of tasks, so just don't overcommit yourself to too many things. Obviously, we can share the duties at our house, but even then, we both feel like we've I mean, stuff doesn't go right sometimes, so, like, stuff breaks or, like, you have stuff that interrupts your day, so just kind of, like, you know, just try to do your best to focus on that, and for us, I think I used to, I set, I do try to set an alarm just because I need to get up at a normal time to, I have a whole process, I, again, we're talking about the routine, I have a whole process in the morning of, like, what I do, so I need to set an alarm so I can make sure I get all that done, otherwise, I'll be, like, I won't make it to the gym, I won't do the things that I want to do. And it just helps me. I think I, and I, going I on that, I always try to count backwards. Like, let's say I have somewhere to be. I try, I don't, I'm not, like, trying to, I, I, if I do have, like, let's say I have somewhere to be, like, an eight. I will count back, like, okay, how much time do I need to get ready? If I'm working out, how much time do I need to work out and commute to that? How much time do I have to do my celery juice, et cetera, et cetera. But I think it's a lot better than saying, oh, like, two hours should be enough. Like, I really sit back and calculate it so that you don't get home and you're, like, in a frantic panic because you can't you don't have enough time so I think it's I when I started doing that like a while ago like really it sounds stupid but it helps so much counting back and then realizing what time you need to leave your house for the first thing or get up for the first task yeah and then obviously taking breaks um I'm not the best at this but I think having you know like 10 if like half an hour to eat or and like don't you don't be on your technology and stuff while you're eating or go on a quick walk or, like, call a friend or something to kind of break up the day a little bit. Or you can do laundry or stuff like that that will kind of break your task, uh, kind of, you know, separate them so you don't work the entire day, like, straight. Because then you you will go crazy. And then I find myself, like, going in the kitchen. I'm like, I need a snack. I'm, like, in front of the fridge for, like, half an hour trying to eat and, like, do stuff on my phone. So, I mean, obviously, it can be good. It's hard to work from home, but... I love it. I like not having to be anywhere and I can do so much at the same time. So you kind of need to play around and see what works for you. It is about finding a balance. It's hard. You have to get adjusted to it. I remember going through that in the very beginning, like four year, four or five years ago, but you do get more used to it. So, and it is a busy time right now too. Everyone's stressed out during the holidays, so that doesn't make it any better. Anyways, speaking of the holidays, we wanted to share some ways to give back. Um, I think it's always nice to give back to different charities or different organizations in your area, no matter, like, even if you don't feel like it's a big deal, because it really does help somebody, whatever it is. I know, like, at our gym, they have that big angel tree. I think that's what it's called, the angel tree. And I see people all the time because it's a, it's a popular gym, obviously. So people see that they see that with the little angels hanging around it where you can donate gifts. So I think it's that's always something you can do, and we wanted to give different ways that you guys can give back. Obviously, everyone knows that you can donate stuff to a food bank, 
but it's an easy way to give back and you're really making a difference even though you like I said you might not think it's like a big deal it is and it's pretty easy to do everyone has non-perishable food or you can buy them very easily at the grocery store I know when we went to Sprouts they have like bags that you can buy like at the checkout yeah, and they already have items in there, and it's very easy. That's, like, one way you could easily get back if you really just don't have the time. Um, I don't know if other grocery stores do it, but I know if you have a Sprouts, like a lot of them do. they do it, and it's already, like, bagged, and they have each one priced out. Like, some of them are, like, $7, some of them are, like, 6 whatever, and up it goes up. So they just add it to your total bill. It's super easy. Yeah, and then you can send, obviously, um, there's the active duty, military, and veterans. You can send holiday cards to them, and I think – um, through our research, you can send it through a local American Red Cross. And there's also Holidays for Heroes. It's a program that participates with them. And there's a bunch of other organizations you can do with the veterans. I think that's a really good way to give back because obviously they're not with their families and it's a hard time. So I'm sure there's organizations that help, you know, the people that their family members that are actually there when they're gone too but that's also another way you could help out and then obviously volunteering at a shelter we've we've volunteered at shelters um you know in college and everyone's probably done something at some point um and then I know that some people do it around Christmas time and will volunteer at a shelter you can donate clothes which we do this a lot we donate a lot of used clothes uh well they're not really used but we donate clothes a lot and stuff that we're not using whether it's clothes and stuff around like household items yeah we donate them to goodwill or there's a bunch of other places shelters especially in the winter now they probably need a ton of jackets and like scarves and stuff um you can sponsor a family which would be really nice and sponsor them like with whatever stuff they need i mean it could just be someone that you meet like especially with all the storms and all the stuff happening you can probably donate to any of those too like california with the wildfires um obviously toys for tots I feel like everyone's heard of that one, and you've probably donated at some point through some organization that you've been in, but it's a really good way to give back to. Um, And then there's a few other ones. I mean, obviously, you can buy – I mean, there's always homeless, unfortunately, homeless people outside of a lot of places. You can buy them some extra food, um, just give it to them, you know, on your way out. I remember growing up, we would never give them, like, cash because you don't know what they're going to buy. I mean, you don't want to judge, but it's better just to give them. You probably know what's going to happen. Yeah. And there's we looked up several charities, too, that you can give back. They're specifically during the holidays. Obviously, we already mentioned Toys for Tots. There's Operation Christmas Child, and basically you just send – uh, you pack a shoebox with stuff for the age group for kids with different items that are appropriate for their age group. And then you just, they, you, you cover the, sh- you, they, you pay, you donate a little bit to cover the shipping costs and then they give you a label to do all that. So it's pretty straightforward and it sounds pretty easy and it's a good way to give back. And then Make a Wish Foundation. I feel like there used to be so many more commercials for that. Yeah. But, and it's prevalent all year. It's not, yeah. Most of these are probably, I mean, some of them are Christmas related, but some of them, like Salvation Army is like, I mean, there's specific things that events with that, but obviously you can donate to those normally. It doesn't have to just be during the holidays. Yeah. And then even just like, you know, like I said with the wildfires or there's probably stuff going on in your neighborhood or your area that doesn't have to be like a really well-known um, thing. And I actually did a blog post um, a couple weeks ago with Girls on the Run, and that's Something you can get involved in any time of year, but it's just a really good charity that helps young girls who are, like, around that age, like, puberty age, and it helps them, like, kind of form into adulthood with good values and 
it's an after school program so that's another way to get involved I know when I posted it a lot of you guys said you guys were sponsors or you were involved in at one point so I think that's really it's a really cool way to get involved especially with girls that age so it doesn't have to be just around the holidays but I know in college we were always we were about to get involved with um uh big uh I can't think of the name big brother or God, I can't remember. It wasn't, I'm like totally blanking. We were, well, you know what we're talking about. But then we also were going to do volunteer at the hospital. And we were looking at different ways yeah. to give back. And there's, I mean, there's always something you can do. Especially when you're younger, you have a lot more time. I think once you start having kids, it's a little bit harder. But like I said, with this, the, um, the food bank donations, it's always something that's easy to do. So on a completely random, <laughs> I mean, that on a different topic now. Going into the holidays, we wanted to share, everyone's getting their nails done, getting pretty for the holidays. We wanted to share some of our favorite nail colors for winter to try. Honestly, I, I'm so boring. I stick to the same, Sam is better about it than I am, but I stick to the same light color every time. I do, you guys already know what color I do, but I'm just going to say. No, but we recently changed it up a oh, little bit. Oh, I'm doing Chit Chat now. It's the same brand by Kira Sky. It's the dip powder. And then on my toes, I do the Essie Gel Couture. And I do several different colors from them. But anyways, for winter colors, actually on my toes, I'll start. My favorite color that I've used, it's not a new one. I've used it for years, is Lincoln Park After Dark by OPI. And it comes in a dip, it comes in gel, and it comes in a regular polish. I On my, on my toes, I almost always just do regular polish because I've done gel before and I honestly don't like... Especially if you're going, okay, well, I like it for normal wear, but I don't like it if you're going to a beach and you think, oh, like, I'll do dip, I'll do gel because it will last longer. It, the sand completely buffs out the color. Anything dark, like light, it works well, but if you're doing a bright color or dark color, it still, it doesn't stay shiny like you think it would with gel. And it's just, you just have, like, thick toe, like, thicker toes that are, that aren't, they, they aren't necessarily, well, they're not necessarily chipping, but they're, like, dull. So what's the point? So... If you're just doing it because you don't want them to chip, then I recommend the gel, I guess. But I feel like in the winter, things stay longer. Anyway, but I, I do have that on my toes right now. If you look on my Instagram, I posted a picture, and that's the color I'm wearing right now. It's more of like a – it's like a purpley blue. It's like really dark at first glance, like almost black, but then it has – in the light, it has little sparkles of blue and – uh, purple color so I like that if you don't want like super super dark and I know Essie makes one that's called dress dress to the yeah. 90s instead of dress to the nines and it's like an iridescent the same kind of color it's an iridescent blue so I always like to go for that color on my nails or my toes I mean with darker colors it does grow out a lot quicker but I do like that's why I stay for the lighter colors but I do like that for fall and winter it's always a good option the darker colors if you're not like super you could do black but if you're not into, like, the really black look, they make so many colors that are, like, the one I just mentioned that have, like, little speckles of color in it. Yeah, and there's this one called, it's from the OPI Infinite Shine Polish line, and it's called Krona, K-R-O-N-A. It's a really pretty, like, a dark roast color, so it's, like, more brown, but I think it'd be really pretty on your nails or your toes. Yeah. And then, obviously, there's, like, different gray colors I, like Samantha said, I always gravitate to the Lincoln Park after dark. And then there's, like, obviously darker reds um, that you can do. But there's, like, the brighter reds. There's, like, a Dior one in Rouge 999. It's just, like, a really, like, a cherry red. And then for, like, more of a red, a deeper red, there's one that's by NARS. I haven't tried their polishes, actually, but I heard they're really good. Yeah. 
NARS, and it's called Jungle Red. It's more of like a deeper red. I think it's like a with a berry undertone. I said this sounds so sophisticated. A berry undertone. But again, there was one by um, Essie that they, like, so many brands make all different ones. And there's probably drugstore brands too. Oh, they sell Essie at Walgreens and drugstores. But Essie, I had one of my toes last year. Um, I don't know what the color was, but it was like a dark. There's so many deeper. I mean, you can tell in the bottle. It's like a deep. It's not cherry red. It's like mm-hmm. a, it's in between. It's like as if you mix a cherry red with like a browner color or yeah. black almost. Yeah. I like the darker ones, to be honest. But for me, I always go lighter just because it doesn't it doesn't show the grown out. You know, when your nails grow out and you see like that white little section, I that bothers me a lot. So I always stick to the lighter colors. But you can also do something that's like more gold or like holographic. They have a lot of stuff with sparkles, obviously, for parties. And then they have ones that are like almost like a deep green. I think that could be pretty, like an olive green. Yeah. Or just the basic black or white is always, those are always in neutrals. Those are always classic. And someone's asked me, like, I feel like you can wear this, whether it's like a light pink, black or white, or anything neutral, like beigey. I think you can wear this year round. Or not, I think. Yeah. And it's like for me, I was like the white. And then I was getting my nails done and I went with my boyfriend and. I was like, maybe I'll do something dark. He's like, no, I like the light color that you do, the the neutral. Like, well, that's not neutral, but it's more of like a white color. And I was like, oh, interesting. Because Taylor doesn't tear like when you do bright colors. He likes bright, and he likes the dark polish I picked up. Oh, but that's funny. Yeah, different taste, I guess. But I, I just like the lighter ones. I, I'm like I'm a creature of habit, as you guys can tell. So anyways, that is all we have for this week's episode. We will be back next week with some more fun topics for you guys. And in case you guys haven't had a chance to look at our all of our holiday stuff, we have so many. I know in our previous episode we talked about a bunch of gift ideas. So I know everyone's busy doing shopping. You can check out all of our gift guides on our blog, adoubledose.com. And on the sidebar there should be like a picture, like a graphic that says um, holiday. And if you click that, you'll see everything related to holiday stuff. And because I know everyone's swamped with I know, and I think you guys, it's, I want to, yeah, I do want to remind you guys, like Alexa said, because we do have all those gift guides on there. I think we were posting them a lot during Black Friday, and I think everyone was so focused on the sales, they weren't paying attention. But there's some really good gift ideas on there. So, yeah, so if you guys did like this episode or you have different feedback, we'd love to hear it. You can write and review us on Apple Podcasts, or you can shoot us a DM or an email, whatever's easier for you guys. We're at Alexis.BellBell and at Samantha Bellbell on Instagram. And then you can choose an email at DoubleDoseBlog at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. And we will talk to you guys next week.